0: Welcome to Soul by the Pound podcast. This podcast is a safe space designed to inspire and empower women of color to take personal responsibility in their health and mental wellness. So ladies, sit back and enjoy. This is our space. hello everyone and welcome to soul by the pound podcast i have an amazing guest today hi dr stephanie hi how are you i am doing great i am so happy to have you on the podcast today i am glad happy to be here too it's a long time coming (laughs) yes it has been i'm like i always had so many questions about well about what the work you do and the topic as a whole. So I always like to start off the interview with um, a bio. So can I read your bio and brag on you a little bit? (laughs) Sure, no problem. Go ahead. (laughs) All right. So today we have Dr. Stephanie Moss. She, Dr. Stephanie Moss is the founder of Menopause and Color. She is a mom, a pharmacist, a perimenopause, and menopause educator and advocate. She helps women find their way through perimenopause and menopause by implementing simple health and wellness practices. She founded Menopause and Color to start an open and honest conversation about the changes women experience and help them find the resources to understand and manage this important phase of life. Menopause and Color provides comprehensive information and counseling services for menopausal women. They have an expert team that offers a variety of services designed to bring more information and education to those who need it most. They take pride in helping you navigate this often challenging journey with their specialized knowledge and support. Oh my gosh, you guys are doing big things over there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: So, I have to ask really, how did you get started doing this work? Like, what, how did you get started? Well,
1: first, uh, I really got started because I started having symptoms myself of perimenopause. And to be honest, as a pharmacist, I didn't know what was going on with me. So, mm-hmm. while I'm in pharmacy school, of course, you know, we learn about. Diseases and how to treat them, um, you know, whether it's through natural or through uh, using prescriptions. And we spend time on women's health, but we don't spend a lot of time on menopause and perimenopause. So when I started having signs and symptoms myself, I went to my OBGYN, and to be honest, she didn't really have answers for me either. So I started having heart palpitations. And I went to the, she sent me to a cardiologist, had testing done, and it came back that everything was fine, but we didn't discuss what it could possibly be. So after doing more research myself, I started seeing, I started checking off things, and I realized, oh my gosh, this is like hormone imbalance. And I could possibly be starting going into menopause or perimenopause. And that was in my late 30s. And it'd be, I had no idea what was going on, and I wasn't getting any other help. So I figured if as a pharmacist, a healthcare professional, If I didn't know a whole lot about it, and if my OBGYN wasn't really giving me the information I needed at that time, how could the average woman that is just living her life and working hard every day, that couldn't be a way, you know, she couldn't possibly know these things as well. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to make sure that I was able to educate uh, others um, that were like me that were probably going through the same thing.
0: Oh, I love it. I, You know, I love to always hear how people got this start, and I feel like it's such a blessing when you hear like this aspect was missing. So not only are you now an advocate for yourself in that time, but you're literally an advocate for other women who experienced that. Yes,
1: yes, yes. yes.
0: Let me ask you this, because a lot of our listeners might not be um, sure what perimenopause is. I know I was new to it until I started following your Instagram page. I'm like, wow, okay, I didn't know anything (laughs) about this. So, can you explain to some of our listeners what perimenopause
1: is? Uh huh. So, perimenopause just means around the time of menopause. And so, it's a time, it can start as early as your mid 30s. And it's when your hormone levels start to decline. Um, and you may start having signs and symptoms that something's going on. So it could be anything. And there's so many different signs and symptoms. Some people may have one and some people may have 20 different signs and symptoms. It just depends on the person. But it's when your hormone levels start to change. So you start seeing things like your cycles may change. They could either get heavier or lighter. You have mood swings. You could have dry, itchy skin. Um, it could be ringing of your ears. There's just the various different symptoms that you can have. But it's just your body Um, starting to recognize that, hey, your, your hormones are starting to decrease, and that's perimenopause. Now, menopause is when you have not had a cycle for at least 12 months And one day, that's considered to be officially menopause. But perimenopause is that time leading up to it. So it could, for some people, it lasts. uh, It can last anywhere from four to ten years, depending on when you start. And some people even go longer than that. It's just when your hormones are just going up and down, and you have all different types of signs and symptoms from your body.
0: Wow! See, my brain—I feel like my brain is getting bigger because I definitely (laughs) didn't know that. And I'm glad you listed off some of the symptoms because. We could go just like how you went to your doctor and the doctor sent you to a cardiologist. Like, that's something like we wouldn't even think that the correlation between some of these uh, symptoms and perimenopause. So, I'm glad. Yeah,
1: because, yeah, estrogen is all over the body. Like, the receptors are everywhere from head to toe. So, when that, when those, uh, when your um, uh, estrogen starts to decline, and not just estrogen, there are other hormones too, like uh, progesterone and testosterone as well. When those things start to change, your body starts to change too, and it starts to notice it because your receptors are all over your body. So, like I said, it just depends on the person. But, um, like I always tell people, I'm not upset with my doctor that she sent me to my cardiologist because, like I tell everyone, you never know what it could be. Like, mm-hmm. what if it was more than that? Mm-hmm. So, it's good that I did go, and I'm glad she sent me. But if it's, if there was nothing there, then let's talk about. Hey, it could be hormones. It could be this. What can you do? Um, and just kind of just to be informed, even if I wasn't put on anything. To be informed and to know that I'm not crazy, which I hear a lot of people coming to me saying, hey, I thought I was crazy. I'm glad I found (laughs) you. I know I'm not alone. (laughs) So just to be able to talk about it, that still gives you that peace of mind and, you know, relief.
0: Well, so let me ask you this. What inspired you? Because I know you took what happened to you and definitely took it as an opportunity to be an advocate and an educator for other people. Tell us what inspired you. What inspired you to create Menopause on in Color?
1: Well, when I uh when I first um well first of all hearing other people tell me that they um didn't even know what menopause looks like because you well they thought they knew what menopause looked like. Let's say that. Yeah, because I thought it was just
0: hot flashes.
1: Exactly. And, and that's exactly it. Everyone thinks it's just hot flashes. Don't get me wrong, about 75% of people will have um that's just that's an approximate about seven, at least 75% of people will have hot flashes as a sign of something that's one of the more common ones, but that's not all, you know, that's just not it. And that's what everyone thinks. So everyone thinks it's just hot flashes and that you won't have a cycle anymore. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that, but a lot of people also think that you're going to be older too, because when you look at commercials, you see people with white hair chasing after grandkids, and that's who they <laughs> show as the middle of the world. So and don't get me wrong, those people, I mean, they have menopause as well. They're in well, they're actually postmenopausal because menopause typically is just like a day if you think about it. It's when you don't have your cycle for 12 months in one day. And then after that, you consider considered to be postmenopausal. But so typically those women are postmenopausal. But there are women, the average age is for menopause when you don't have your cycle anymore, is between it's uh between 49 and 51. And when I first heard that, like, that's young to me and that's not what I was expecting. So I really wanted to people to see the face of menopause. So when I first posted and I started talking about it, people wasn't expecting, hey, this is this is what perimenopause looks like, you know, almost menopausal. This is what it looks like. And then when people start hearing the signs and symptoms, they just started coming from everywhere saying, oh, my gosh, I have that. I, I was told I was too young. My doctor's ignoring my signs and symptoms. No one's listening to me. And once I started hearing that and I started getting DMs from people asking for help, it just really let me know, hey, Stephanie, you're, you know, continue on this path to be able to help more people. And so that's really what drove me is from the people that I hear from every day.
0: Oh, my gosh. I can imagine you getting like your inbox blown up because just like you said with the commercial, we always associate it to like way older and then just like I said, like the hot flashes. We didn't know all of these things are like interconnected. So, so happy that you (laughs) touched on that. (laughs) Thank you. Now, when we think about menopause and color and the primary audience of Soul by the Pound is women of color, particularly black women. And I've always wanted this to be like a research guide. So like, hey, if I'm experiencing this, I could go to episode this. And what would you say, like going back to menopause and color, what would you say is something that you feel like Black women need to hear in particular when it comes to menopause as well as perimenopause?
1: Well, first, I need to uh, hear and see that there are people just like them that are actually suffering through the same thing. And you may not see yourself in a commercial. You may not see yourself on social media or someone that looks like you. But we also are going through it and suffering through it, too. Um, and then they also need to know that we actually uh, will go into menopause earlier than other races. Oh. And then a lot of times we will ha- our symptoms will be like that, you know, symptoms, the time during perimenopause, our symptoms will be longer and more extreme than other races as well. So they really need to, you know, realize that as well. So um, I want them to know it's okay to talk about it. You know your body, you know what's going on with you, and it's okay to talk about it and to get a second opinion. If someone is telling you that you're too young or I uh, had someone tell me their doctor told them, oh, you're younger than me. It could be happening to you like that. That sounds, great.
0: That sounds yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That great. Yeah. Yeah. That's someone to say
1: that. So get a second opinion. Talk about it. Don't be ashamed to talk about it, because a lot of times our mothers and grandmothers, they didn't talk about it because no one talked to them about it. Mm-hmm. So it's time for us to be, you know, that generation that changes those things and start to talk about it freely not be ashamed because you know we're still vibrant, we're still living, and we're not dead. <laughs> so, yeah. you reach the age of menopause, so be grateful for that.
0: Yeah, I like that you said, also, like, talk about it because I feel mm-hmm. like so much, and not even just menopause, but so much historically, when it comes to black women's health, we just keep it as our personal business, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have these conversations no matter what it is. I feel like I'm so happy now that. We're being more transparent, and there's organizations like yours that allow people to literally show up like themselves and kind of change the narrative with other women. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like saying, this is what's happening with me. It doesn't feel like, you know, my doctor says this, but this doesn't feel normal. So we definitely have to change that narrative. Um, I do have a question. So, on your journey, when um, from you discovering what was going on with you and then in the process of starting menopause and color, Really, what is one thing during this journey that you wish you knew sooner, that you could have, like, either helped someone or changed the outcome for yourself?
1: Well, knowing um, when perimenopause could actually start. I think that was the mm-hmm. biggest thing, It's not knowing that and being, uh, like, a, either being told that signs and symptoms were nothing or that's normal. Um, like, for instance, like, some mental health um, things that come along with perimenopause and menopause, people don't realize it can, you know, anxiety and depression could be worse. OCD, you know, all of those things can be worse during this time because of the hormones. So being told what to look for and what could happen ahead of time. So that's why I like talking to people like you, you know, who are younger than me, so that you will be aware and to know that, hey, I may need to, this could possibly happen. Um, It may happen, you know, late 30s, it could happen in your 40s or 50s, but at least you'll be equipped to know exactly what's going on. So I think the biggest things is just to be aware and have to be, I would have wanted to have been educated earlier about what could possibly happen and the age at which it happens. So like I said, I learned about menopause in school, but really like age-wise and and different symptoms really wasn't talked about a lot. And that's not just pharmacists. I really believe that almost all healthcare professionals, even if they're OBGYNs or primary care doctors, when you're in school, there's not a lot of time spent on perimenopause and menopause, so it's up to us to go back afterwards and to learn and pick up and try and study and make sure that we're understanding and trying to and be able to help others and help our patients.
0: Yeah, that is so true. You know, I'm also happy. Like, I feel like light bulbs are going off as I'm talking to you because I'm like putting two <laughs> and two together. Because mm-hmm. I did have like a friend, big sister, who I remember we were. It was a week that she was like when she first started menopause, and I remember she was like, Oh, I'm very emotional and I'm very this and we could not like she was thinking about food, she was thinking about work stresses, like literally (laughs) everything but menopause. (laughs) And literally while you're talking, a light bulb went in my head during this week because I remember going back to that just sweats. We literally just thought you were hot all the time. So like every other thing that was watched, she was like, I don't even know why I'm crying right now. Like I don't even know what happened. So I'm like, does it work? Is it something you ate? You know, like, I'm just really, like, brainstorming with her. And I'm like, oh, duh. Like, now as you're talking. So we definitely <laughs> keep these conversations going because – um yeah, that'll
1: help you. That'll help you coming down the line when, you know, when something clicks in 10, 15 years or whatever, you'd be like, yeah. this could possibly be what it is. Let me yeah. talk to my healthcare provider about this or let me check my vitamins and minerals and see what's going on or whatever. You know, that that's very helpful for you coming up in the future as well. Yeah. OK,
0: I got a little nugget. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, So I guess like. Obviously, this month is a big month. If you want to explain that and what are you what do you have coming up next that our listeners definitely have to be on the lookout for?
1: Well, this month, October is um, Menopause awareness month. So I, you know, I know that October is a very busy month for a lot of different diseases, mm-hmm. so we want to make sure we acknowledge all of those, but uh, it's Menopause Awareness Month, and it's just to make sure that we're educating and letting others know about menopause and perimenopause. So when I say menopause, perimenopause, and postmenopause all fall up under that umbrella, but it's really about educating people so coming up october 23rd through the 27th i have a menopause in color virtual summit will be online and it's free yeah so if you visit my website slash uh, summit um you'll be able to sign up for free we, ha- we will have physicians pharmacists clinical therapists all talking about topics around perimenopause and menopause whether it is hormonal health mental wellness sexual health we'll talk about all of that um, during those days, and it's gonna you'll see that when, once they sign up, you'll be able to see the times and things where you, they'll be able to join in on the um, on the summit.
0: Nice, nice, okay. I'm gonna definitely make sure I include that for our listeners to attend. Good, um, Good. virtual session. That's the one thing I do love about entering this virtual world is that we can attend events all over. So
1: Yes, yes. And this is, you know, my goal is to do in-person events. I would love to be able to go out and meet everyone. Um, but um, we're going to get, we're, we'll hopefully we'll get there very, very soon.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm thinking as you're saying this, I'm going to make sure that we definitely push this on our um, email list because I think typically when we, and especially for Black women, a lot of times when we're exhausted or when we're moody, or we will try to attribute it to like having a bad day or, you know, like everything external instead of something internal. And, you know, previously we 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 interviewed a um, psychologist and she was talking about the foods we eat and how it impacts and now adding in this menopause and pre-perimenopause. Like adding that in the mix, like there are so many factors when it comes to our mood and all of these things. And I'm so happy that we're widening the scope of all of these black women so that it's not internalized in a bad way. But it's more like, hey, what is going on with my body right now?
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Very much. Um, so I do, this is another one of my favorite parts of the show. So the number one favorite part of the show is the bio, because I love bragging on black women. And then my second favorite part of the show is a soul star tip. So every episode, we try to give our listeners a soul star tip. And this is basically um, something that they can implement right after listening to this episode, like, oh, that was a powerful episode. What do I need to do next? And I know number one I need to do is get online and sign up for the virtual summit. But what Uh would you also say is like an activity that our listeners can put into play after listening to this interview.
1: Well, I think as far as activity is um, talking to your healthcare professional if you are having signs and symptoms. But, you know, I say that first, but I think one of the biggest things is making sure that you have a balanced diet. Mm -hmm. So whether that is either from food or from supplements, you know, try and make make sure that you have all the gaps filled when it comes to your nutrition, because a lot of signs and symptoms when it comes to perimenopause and menopause can be helped by vitamins and minerals that you take as well. So whether it's, you know, you are you taking a multivitamin? Are you eating a well-balanced meal? That has everything that you need, because that you that will help alleviate a lot of those things as well. So I think starting there, and then if you're really if your symptoms are really bad, then talk to your healthcare professional and see what they can do for you. Because everyone's, of course, background is different when it comes to their health. But just really making sure that your nutrition is good because that will help you, whether it is fatigue, uh, whether it is you know dry and itchy skin, brain fog. A lot of vitamins and minerals can help fill in those gaps as well uh, when your hormones are declining. So, start there, I believe, is what they should do.
0: Oh, I definitely don't. Start with a healthy diet. I think everything goes back to nutrition our Mm -hmm. mood, our cycles, our weight, our health like everything goes back to what we are putting um, into our body. And I do want to ask you this because you do tell, and this is just an extra bonus question I wanted to ask you. Um, you do a lot of work within this community. What are some ways, like, coping mechanisms that those who are perimenopause or currently menopause or postmenopause, what are some coping strategies or tips and tools that some of our users can implement if they're in one of these stages?
1: Um, repeat that one more time for me. Um,
0: what are some, like, tips and tools that some of our listeners can put into play if they are pre... like premenopause or postmenopause or perimenopause, like what are some coping mechanisms I Mm -hmm. I should say to deal Mm -hmm. with some of these symptoms?
1: Um, Well, I think, first of all, talking about it helps (laughs) because that (laughs) alleviates a lot of stress and anxiety. If you are thinking that, you know, what is wrong with me? What's going on? I couldn't be the only one that really also helps. So that helps you cope with it. But then also uh, making changes, uh, like for instance, one thing, um, that I first did was I would write down what I would eat, and I would see did i did that affect me with my symptoms so, for instance, and a good one would be like with hot flashes and night sweats, things that make that worse are things like caffeine, alcohol, sugar, and spicy food. So I'm not saying stop eating all those things or drinking all those things, but what you need to make sure you're doing is do it in moderation. So write down, okay, I had uh, two glasses of wine on a Friday night with my dinner. And that night I woke up in the middle of the, of the night with, you know, night sweat. So therefore I couldn't sleep well. So then the next day I had brain fog and I was tired and fatigued. So then the next, you know, the next weekend I didn't drink at all or I just had one glass. How did you feel then? So kind of write down what types of things am I eating? Did I decrease my caffeine? Did that help me feel better? Did I stop or limit my spicy foods? How did that affect some of my signs and symptoms? So really writing down your foods too can help go a long way because some of those things can trigger other signs and symptoms too. So that's really what kind of helped me with coping. I just, uh, I limited. Um, I start, instead of doing full caffeine, I do half calf now. Mm. So I, I'll do half decaf and half caffeine. Uh, my alcohol consumption is, is not as, you know, not a lot. I may, instead of drinking two glasses, I may have one, or instead mm. of doing the nine ounce pour, I may do the five ounce pour. Um, mm. Those types of things were really you If you just cannot stop drinking caffeine or if you just like your glass of wine or if you like your spicy food, then you need to just keep that in mind and try to try to do it in moderation and see how that affects your symptoms. So I think writing those things down is really help as well.
0: That is good. That's the information. Thank you. I going to go share that with people. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-uh, you might want to take that second glass. Or <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or give it up altogether if you just know you can't do it. But yeah, like I said, yeah. I, I hate to tell people just stop doing it altogether. Um, you know, because if you want to have a glass, it's okay. And then if you know you're going to have one glass that's going to give you a hot flash, just be mindful of that and just know mm-hmm. that it's coming. <laughs> <Because>
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. So just get prepared. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh gosh, that reminds me of my old Weight Watchers day. He used to always uh by instructor during Weight Watchers, he always said, if you bite it, write it. So I guess bring it over here. If you bite it, if you drink it, ink it. <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> that's funny.
0: Well, I really enjoyed you, Dr. Stephanie. Can you tell our listeners where to find you and get more information? I am gonna include into the bio, but definitely if those are someone that's driving in a car that wants to get more information, where can they check you out at?
1: They can find me on drstephanieyomo.com or menopauseincolor.com. And I'm on all social media platforms at Dr. Yomo and also menopause in color. So I do have a free Facebook group that's private where pe- we're in there talking, just like you talk to one of your girlfriends, where we're talking about oh. either signs and symptoms and things that we may be going through or things that has helped us. Um, so that's a fun group. But you can find, you know, they can sign up there. And then also hopefully at the summit on October 23rd through the 27th. I hope to uh, hope they'll be able to attend that as well.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. This is really good. I enjoy speaking with you. I'm glad we finally got to do it, too. I know. Same. Same here. (laughs) I've been watching your page with so much information and sharing. So I'm so happy that we had you on the podcast. And I definitely want to thank you for joining us. But also thank you for your gifts, because... You are definitely saving a community out there. And this conversation, and the dialogue that you're having with them is definitely needed. So I thank you for that as well.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate your platform and you allow me to be on here as well.
0: No problem. Well, thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Be sure to check out Menopause and Color. All the details will be in the link of this podcast episode. And we will catch you next time.